and welcome to this week's edition of Talk on Tech. I am Patrick Smith, and today I have with me one of our soon-to-be graphic design graduates here out of our graphic design option at Mount West. A couple years ago, uh, we wrote a grant to go ahead and fund a new graphic design option, and we have four students that will be graduating this semester. And today I have with me one of those graduates, Alicia Meadows. Hello, Alicia. Hello. So we're going to talk today with Alicia about her different uh, twists and turns in her life, in her career, and how she got here to Mount West. So Alicia, go ahead and maybe start us off by talking about, as a kid, was graphic design your original passion? Um, When I was younger, as far back as I can remember, I have loved art, and I also loved hair. (laughs) Okay. Um, So, which I kind of think the two things go hand in hand being a hairstylist is artistic and I loved art was my favorite thing to do in school was my favorite thing to do at home um so when people would ask me what do you want to be when you grow up I would say I want to be an art teacher and then for a while I'd say I want to be a hairstylist I don't know if unfortunately is the right word but my father was not exactly supportive of being an artist um Mm -hmm. he was a pharmacist obviously went to school and became a business owner and he i think his dreams for me would would have been to go into something in the medical field but that did not interest me in the least bit so i would say as far back as probably eight or nine years old i wanted to do something with art well i think i think the story has been heard i don't think it's unusual for people to hear the story of when someone says i want to be an artist i want to be an art teacher I want to be a, a, a Broadway person. They're like, uh, why don't you do the job that definitely makes the money? Because <laughs> right. you might be a starving artist, a starving performer, that type of thing. So I can see where his opinion of that came from. And so from there, with with that opinion, with you still wanting to do that, what type of classes were you taking in high school? And, and if, if you weren't able to focus on it there, maybe into college? When I was in school, they called it college prep. Mm -hmm. I don't know if they still do, but it was um, courses that were maybe a little bit advanced academically that were to prepare students for college. So of course I was in college prep. I did fine grade wise. I was an honor roll student, but I still loved and excelled in art and English and drama. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, I just loved all those things. So of course you're going to maybe not do better but i was more into that but i did graduate and head straight to college Mm -hmm. after high school it does seem like too even now in high school there's either a focus on college prep which is more your general education classes getting you ready for college and then there's the whole other track that used to be called vocational but it's now usually technical where you could do the hands-on things and it would seem like i would imagine when you were in high school you weren't able to do as many art classes because those weren't the classes they were preparing you for for college. Those would seem more technical, more hands-on. So in your college prep, were you mainly doing English 101s, biologies, that type of stuff, more general education stuff, and you were missing the art? Yes, I had like, I mean, by the time you took all the math, English, science, history, I had one art class and like one drama class. Mm-hmm. So, and also when I was growing up, we didn't have computer graphic type art. Mm-hmm. Um, 
we just had your basic standard drawing painting so there was one art class and then you know in in drama you could get a little bit more into like set design or or things like that um there there just wasn't a focus on that and of course if you did vocational you were more in a shop what they called shop which was woodworking type classes which i didn't do that right um so i didn't get a lot of that hands-on focused art it was all definitely more academic like you said college prep classes right well i mean i found even around in this area i I graduated in in 98 from high school which computer wise was a ways into it i mean windows 95 and 98 were were out but i've talked about previously on this podcast that when i took the word processing class we were using the old ibm machines that you could turn on walk down the hall and get your disc and come back and it still wouldn't be booted. So even though at the house I had a Windows machine and, you know, the Macintosh was well on its way, definitely 10 years in at that point at our school, we were still dealing with really, really old DOS machines. So I I would imagine it takes a long time for the high schools around here to really, to really catch up. So I don't think when you mentioned not having like graphics classes, I don't think those really seem to, to catch on till quite recently around here because the high schools kind of trail behind in technology, unfortunately. Right. And it's, I was, um, my school was what they call a county school in Gallia County. We have the county schools and the city school. And I went to the county school, which unfortunately we were a little bit behind the city school. So we were just starting to have, I graduated in 1994 mm-hmm. and we were just starting to have computers, but art was still you know art shows where you put your pastel work or your (laughs) drawings or your paintings on the wall i mean that's basically what what our art class was at school so after you graduated high school what did you look at pursuing at college and where did you decide to go when i graduated high school i started in the fall of 94 and i attended the university of rio grande Mm -hmm. at the time it was Rio Grande Community College, and then it since became a university not long after that. But I started out in the medical lab technician program following my dad's mm-hmm. wishes. I wasn't that great <laughs> as far as grades go in my classes. I wasn't interested in it. I continued that whole year from 94 to 95 school year, and then that's when I decided that my heart really wasn't in college at that time and that's when I started attending the Huntington School of Beauty Culture mm-hmm. <laughs> where I semi started my career at that time I was going for hair but I ended up graduating as a um, nail tech and then I went back later and finished the cosmetology courses in Huntington. So you went ahead and decided that the medical field your heart wasn't in it you went into the the hair and nail side of it how long well, I guess I should say at that point, how long from from you getting that degree, getting that licensure, till you decided to either start your own business and and do that, pursue that, or decide to come back to school? It was actually probably I'm thinking it was about five years from the time I graduated in '96 from Huntington School of Beauty with the nail tech certification, and then probably between 2000 and 2002 I went off and on to back to the University of Rio Grande my major was art education so that's the point when I started pulling 
art back into it. I decided if I'm going to go to college, I'm going to do what I want to do. However, with only going one year before, I still had a lot of general courses. So when I when I was attending at that point, I still really wasn't into a lot of the art classes. It was probably 2002 that I started taking like ceramics, photography, um, actual education classes that would have started preparing me for that degree. Mm -hmm. I think as my life was going, I had a hard time focusing on the end point and wanting to work, (laughs) wanting to you know, earn that paycheck. So sure. my focus, again, my focus was really not on school at that point. And so at that point, was uh, Rio Grande the university? So you were looking at a, a bachelor's in education at that point? You were going for the art education, is that correct? Yes, that's correct. Okay, and I'm not super familiar with, with Ohio with regards to what teachers need. Like I know in West Virginia, I think if you want to be a substitute, you can have like a bachelor's in anything and you show up and you take a little test. But do you happen to know at that point what you were striving for, like what you were going to need at that point to be teaching in Ohio? If I would have continued with that actual degree in art Mm -hmm. education, I was pursuing the, I think it was uh, 6th through 12th grade art education. And you have to have all your fine arts classes plus those basic education classes. You do have to do the observation and the student teaching and all those things at that time in my life were weighing on my mind that I'm working full time. I don't have time to do student teaching. I don't have time to go spend hours at at the art annex doing all these (laughs) art projects. I just, at that time I felt I needed to work. My heart was there, you know, wanting to do that that art program, but life <laughs> kind of got in the way a little bit there. Sure. That happens. So at that point you you, you stop going ahead and pursuing that degree and then do you continue to to work as a as like a nail and hairstylist? Interestingly enough, I was working as a nail tech and I was also working as a part-time pharmacy tech <laughs> um, oh. around probably 98, I would say 98. And then the end toward the fall of 1999, I got a job as a 911 dispatcher. <laughs> At that time, that was a good job. It was a county job, which, mm-hmm. you know, and if you were lucky to get full time, you got insurance and retirement, and all those benefits. Um, sure. And I did quickly move up from a part-time position to a full-time position. So once I got that full-time position at the 911 center, I quit my job as a pharmacy tech and I stopped doing nails. It wasn't until 2004 that I decided to go back to the Huntington School of Beauty Culture and finish my cosmetology hours and was still actually working part-time at 911. <laughs> okay. So once you finished that, then did you decide that your your at that point your passion was for hair? Did you then leave 911 after you finished that? I did. I once I graduated from Huntington School of Beauty with a cosmetology degree, I immediately left 
Gallia County, and I moved to White Sulphur Springs, West Virginia. Mm-hmm. I actually got a job doing hair at the Greenbrier. Wow. Which was kind of a big deal right out of beauty school for me, and I was really proud of that, that I was able to get that job. And I worked for a company. The name of the salon was Salon Vivace. Uh, it was Italian name and um, the owners had Italian background and they had salons several places in the United States. They really worked hard on bringing me, I guess, for lack of a better word, bringing me up to par straight out of beauty school to be able to go to the Greenbrier and keep up with Greenbrier standards. Yeah, <laughs> Meaning, because- you know, high price. It was a high price salon. Um, you are within the hotel, so you work for the guest, you know, providing it that type of service. So I stayed there for one year and then I moved back home to Gay County and started doing hair as an independent contractor. At that point, that would have been 2006 is when I moved back home to Galplis. And at that point, I became self-employed as an independent contractor. Okay. That, that's very impressive that, you know, that, that would be like, uh, uh, coming out of culinary school and then getting a job cooking at the White House or something like that. That's very, very prestigious. That's very interesting. So how long did you stay a self-employed uh, hairstylist to when you decided you had the itch to, to go back to school or, or what what precipitated that type of thing? I have always been hardworking and, and driven and I want to live on my own, be independent, have a nice car, have a nice place to live. So I always, as a hairstylist, you are dependent on your clients. Mm -hmm. And although I was fortunate to have clients and coming back home from working at the Greenbrier, people didn't question my skills. So I got a clientele pretty quickly. You know, I was fortunate enough to build that up, but that being said, there was just this part of my mind that couldn't rest with not being able to have a dependable paycheck every week. You know, as a hairstylist, you don't know how much you're going to make every week. And then if somebody decides not to show up, they don't show up and you don't get paid for two hours. Right. Um, that's something that you have to work through. So I always had another job. <laughs> so one of those jobs when I quit working at 911 was partially, I guess when I came back from the Greenbrier, I did take on some part-time hours at 911 just a little bit here and there when they needed me. Um, And then I got an offer to be, um, I guess you would call it an administrative assistant or in a lot of accounting job at a construction company um, Mm -hmm. in Point Pleasant, West Virginia. So I took that on and um, was doing hair and doing that. I met my husband while I was working there at that construction company. So when we got married, I quit working at the construction company and was doing hair only. Mm-hmm. We just celebrated our five-year wedding anniversary on April 1st. Oh, so it's been five, five years that I didn't have two jobs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in, within that five years, I would guess about two and a half years ago, it started really bothering me again that I hadn't finished those college courses, mm-hmm. that those were just kind of floating around out there and they were unfinished and you know i had paid my student loans off and it just felt like something that i had left undone it bothered me Mm -hmm. so um i started looking around for a graphic design program one that i could handle 
while I was working, um, one that would have convenient class times and, and kind of fit into my schedule. And that's when I found the graphic design program at Mount West. So I'd say it was about two and a half years ago, but I was still doing hair and I still did hair until this past October. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you were taking classes here part-time or full-time and then, and then also doing your hair. The classes started out for me because I had so many generals, general studies type courses completed. When I started the graphic design program, I was only attending here two days a week mm-hmm. for the first year. Okay. And then this year I've been attending full time. Okay. So I'm curious, you said basically you started feeling that itch once you were married. I was wondering if having the stability of you and your husband's pay, did that help you then say, I can I can focus more on going back to school because it's just not me constantly thinking in my mind, paycheck to paycheck, I got to keep on working type thing. And then you were able to kind of relax at that point when you were in that structure and that two, two-person income that then I can go ahead and focus on going back to school? Definitely, because, you know, those few years before I got married and working two jobs, when we did get married and I was able to just do hair and not have to worry about a second job, that was a relief in itself. And I think that that's the point I realized, you know, if I'm going to go back to school, now's the time to do it. I've got support. You know, Josh, my husband, uh, was very supportive about it. Um, And I knew that I would still obviously have to work, but I knew I didn't have to worry as much and I could, you know, focus more on school than having to get to work and, and worry about that as, as much. Okay. So tell me, tell me about your time here once you started Mount West graphic design option. My time here has been really great. Um, when I first started, I won't lie, I was a nervous wreck just because I am obviously a non-traditional student. Mm-hmm. Um, and I hadn't been in school for Probably it was probably like 12 or 13 years since I had taken college courses. So I was a little nervous. Things have changed a lot. And I quickly felt really comfortable. I feel like Mount West is a big school, but yet it's small enough that you get to know the people that you see every day. And um, I felt like I got a lot of attention from my professors. And I've had two, which is Julie Terry and Kim Priest, most of the time that I have been here. So it's been a really positive experience and they have been super supportive getting to know me and knowing that I do work and I do commute, you know, I have an hour long commute to and from school. So Mm -hmm. it's been good to feel that support that you don't always get at bigger schools. Right. Well, I mean, I will say, you know, you bringing up an hour long commute, that definitely shows the dedication you had to going back to school too, because that's going to, that's going to be some time management you're going to have to deal with there. And it's not like the school's right beside of you. So you definitely, when you make your decision, you said you were, you were going forward if you were going to have that long of a commute. While you were here, we do some like t-shirt contests for um, Celebrate Learning Week. I know that we sometimes have some professors that need some, some work done, uh, Christmas cards, those type of things. Did you... Did you participate in any of those things? Yes. Two of the main things that I've participated in since attending have been the uh, Mount West Christmas card competition 
And also during the month of October, Mount West does breast cancer awareness and they do a t-shirt every year. The pink out? Yes. Mm -hmm. And the Christmas card is kind of what boosted me because it was started school in the fall and that first Christmas card contest that they held was in November. And that contest is kind of what made me feel like I was headed in the in the right direction. Plus, it got me some local attention that got my foot in the door to be a graphic designer. Can you talk more about what took place with that contest and, and, and what, what went forward with that? The contest was to do a Christmas card for Mount West to be able to send to, I'm guessing, faculty colleagues, local businesses, anybody that's associated with Mount West. Mm-hmm. I designed just a clean, simple business card, but it was my first project actually presenting it to somebody, you know, to be judged, to possibly be actually used. When they told me that I won, of course, I was excited about it, but more than that, they put it in the Herald-Dispatch. A lot of people in Galpolis, they get the Herald-Dispatch. So, They were already seeing it, but I decided to put it on Facebook. Mm -hmm. Um, And because I was proud of it, because coming back to school and starting off that way, I mean, it just really gave me a positive boost. So when I put that on Facebook, basically some friends of some friends saw that and they were like, hey, we need a graphic designer. We have a business that does advertising and we have been looking for someone like you. Would you be interested? And of course, you know, I was a hairstylist. I'm coming to school. It was something that I really had to think about. But being from Galplus, Ohio, and also knowing that graphic design jobs are not, they're not, I wouldn't say that they're rare, but they're not as easy to find as some other jobs. So I didn't want to let that opportunity pass me by. Sure. So I did say yes and start. The contest was in November, and by January, I had taken on a second job as a graphic designer in Galplis. So let me make sure I've got this timeline down. You <laughs> you started back to college in roughly August. By December, your first end of your first semester, you win a contest with us, and then a couple months later, you're already getting the first job offer based on the fact that you've put on your Facebook page the the work that you've you've won the contest for. So you're you're quickly finding when you delve into the craft design area, opportunities are arising at that point. Yes, through your own self promotion too. Yes. yes. And I really, I didn't think about that when I put it out there because Mm -hmm. I was just starting back to school. I wasn't looking for a job. I wasn't looking for extra things to do because having a a full load of classes plus working full time, you know, didn't really lend itself to me having much extra time. Mm -hmm. So it was really fast, but it was exciting at the same time. So what type of things were you able to do for that company once you had had gotten that part-time graphic design job? Well, the company is called Rocket 7, and they actually Rocket 7 Interactive. And what they do in Gaia County, and it's now growing outside of Gaia County, is they have digital billboards. Mm -hmm. And also the owner of that company owns our local movie theater, Silver Screen 7, and he also does advertising 
on the movie screen before movies play oh, sure. for local advertisers. So he had been looking for someone to work in office doing design work for these companies and advertisers. And when I worked, I guess I'm going to have to back up a little bit. When I sure. worked for the construction company towards the end of that job, I was doing posts for social media. I was doing website things. I was taking pictures and, and doing some graphic design type you know, material, but I didn't have the skills. I could only get to a certain point. So, I mean, I kind of had an idea for it that I could do it. And then once I started classes here, we learned a lot really quickly. So whenever I was offered that job at Rocket 7, it was to make billboards and to make these advertisements on the movie screen. I was able, with what I had learned here, to go ahead and start doing that, Mm -hmm. Um, which they were thrilled with because he had been actually doing billboards on PowerPoint. Wow. So, and you know, PowerPoint, right? And wow. it was working because he could do them in the right size and format, but and they looked okay up on the screen. But obviously, when I am able to do them in Adobe Illustrator or use Photoshop to edit photos, you know, they look so much better, brighter, sure. clearer. And I was thrilled that I could do it that quickly. And they didn't, I really didn't have to have any training. Mm-hmm. It started quickly and he immediately started wanting me to work there full time i see so along the lines of that did you decide to go there full time did you and if that was the case did you have to give something up did you cut back on on the hair what did you choose to do at that point um when i first started in january it would which would have been january 2015 Mm mm-hmm I just started working about like 10 to 13 hours a week, Mm -hmm. and I was trying to balance that with hair. My clients were already (laughs) starting to panic a little bit because I was in college, so I'd already cut my hours at the hair salon. Sure. Then I picked up this job, so I cut them a little bit more, Mm -hmm. and my clients are like, well, now you're going to quit doing hair faster because you've already got a job and you're in school, and so... It was hard for me to start thinking about leaving that career because after doing hair for so long, those clients start to feel like your friends and family and you feel, a, I don't know if you want to call it a dedication or a commitment to those people. I mean, sure. instead of quitting one job, I had to quit like 60. <laughs> yeah, you know? it's like an obligation that you, you're always there for them and, and they were always there for you technically, you know. Yes. Because because without them, you wouldn't have had a paycheck, and, and without you, they wouldn't have gotten their hair cut. So, right, yeah. and they, you know, they had supported me, and I started feeling this panic of, you know, Robbie, my boss, he started mentioning to me, you know, I'd really like you to work more hours here. I'd really like you to, you know, consider this as your full-time job, and, you know, you can't do everything. And he he is a great boss just for realizing that, my quality of life was not so great having a full-time job as a hairstylist, going to school and working part-time for him and trying to, you know, I don't have children, but I have a husband, I have dogs. You know, it's hard to juggle all that. And, you know, he realized that and he said, you know, I'm not pressuring you, but if this is what you're going to school to do and you want to think about this when you graduate, you know, I'm offering it to you. Sure. So it, 
actually took me, I mean, we talked about it on a regular basis. So from January till October the 10th was my last day as a hairstylist. Wow. And since October, I've been working full-time for Rocket 7. Okay. So I know as a graphic designer, there are tons of different projects you can work on. I mean, you mentioned uh, doing still images, compositions that would be on billboards or compositions that would be uh, in front of like movie screens. But I know the sky's the limits. You could be doing web design. You could be doing t-shirt design. Uh, you could be doing product design. What things have you had the opportunity uh, to dabble in since you've been there? Well, not long after I started working there, he and his wife opened up a frozen yogurt shop in Galplis. And um, it's not a franchise. It's their independently owned business. Mm-hmm. It's called Pippin Huds. And I actually, as soon as I, well, I wouldn't say it was as soon as I started, but probably March. So I had been doing the job for two months. I got the opportunity to make their logo plans come to life. They they already, you know, kind of had an idea what they wanted. They just didn't know how to make it work. Mm-hmm. So I did that logo. So that starts popping up everywhere, which was exciting. And then, you know, to see a sign on the side of the building that... <laughs> I'm responsible for and with that company it's a frozen yogurt and gourmet popcorn shop so I got to do their package design from the bags that the popcorn you know we you go in there you purchase small medium or large popcorn those bags Mm -hmm. they sell popcorn tins so we did four tins right off the bat in different sizes they also sell the frozen yogurt to go so there's pints and quarts to design those all the signage, the inside, the wall, they would show me things that they liked on the internet and I would make it come to life in their color schemes and and so they could send it to people. Um, We used parish signs Mm -hmm. here in Huntington. So to see that when it opened, which it was open for one year this past April was their one year anniversary, that makes me really proud when I drive down the street and I look at that because even though a lot of it was ideas that they had been kicking around for a couple years, I made all that come to life for them. And um, being able to send my work to Paris Signs here in Huntington, who has a lot of experience, and then, you know, it worked. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, the the tins, the popcorn tins, that was a learning experience. That was with actually the – the company that's called ball that makes jars and tins and okay you know they're a big company so that was a learning experience because suddenly you're not just doing some flat 2d thing now you got to think about how your design is actually going to look in a three-dimensional aspect right and you know i was doing crazy things like i would print it out on the i would print those tin designs out on a printer and i would cut them out and and tape them and set them out and trying to visualize what they would really look on like on a curved surface and sure. um that was that was a big those popcorn tins were a big process most recently they've started selling the popcorn in um individual prepackaged bags and so we did a whole label design for those and pretty much every time something comes up because they are building their brand it's a lot of time and effort that goes into that mm-hmm. you know pippin huds so that's been something that's ongoing and it probably will continue as long as i'm employed at Rocket 7 because it's it's their company as right. well. The other thing that happened was people, you know, they want to know in a small town, 
who did that you know who does your graphic design who does your billboards so news travels fast and now i'm doing invitations posters for live music events in galpolis trying to think most recently most recently i did a logo for the bossard library in galpolis they have a new program where you can actually book a bike and that's what it's called book a bike so you can actually rent a bike basically with or check out you're not really paying for it but you can get a bike with your library card so i was able to do that logo and it just keeps it's grown to an overwhelming <laughs> amount of work in a very short period of time right. i'm very thankful well i mean that's that's awesome and i like to hear those stories because there may be people who are listening to this when i post it i'm i might mention graphic designer so people out there who are aspiring graphic designers might listen and they may be down on themselves and say i I can't find any work and everything you're talking about doing posters for local bands doing invitations for people those are all things that if 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 an uh, aspiring graphic designer was out there and they could do those for their friends or people they knew that could build their portfolio just like right now you are also building your portfolio with all this stuff you've been able to do I know that you said that you won the Christmas card competition here. Has there been any other things that you've had the opportunity to design and try to work on here, maybe for contests or otherwise? Currently, our class is trying to help Mount West come up with a lapel pin and also a mission statement that will be displayed in the building. So Mm -hmm. that is, is a current project that since this is basically the last week before finals, I mean, we're, we're wrapping that up, but sure. That's been very interesting. I tend to um, probably overthink, but when already when they are presented to us this possibility that you know your work's going to go up on the wall or sure. your work's going to be a lapel pin on the president of the school's suit jacket when he's out meeting people, so right. I put a lot of thought into these assignments, and they probably take longer than what some usual assignments do. It's not you know writing a paper takes a lot of research but also there's a lot of thought that goes into these um designs so i'm anxious to see what happens with those two things because Mm -hmm. i feel like a mission statement it could be something that could change on a regular basis but if the school actually in invests money and and they display it throughout the school it's going to be here for probably a few years at least and then the lapel pin that's something that universities and schools throughout the United States, I mean, that's usually a traditional thing that they stick with. So mm-hmm. those have been exciting, but yet I'm putting a lot of thought into them. Well, I mean, I think I think that's great. I think it's great advice for other people thinking about that, that whatever you design for a client, they may they may keep for a long, long time. Look at the look at the Coca Cola ribbon they have on Coca Cola. That's that's been around for a long, long time. And so whoever whoever came up with that I, I would hope they had the forethought to think we need to make sure we make something that's going to work and stick and could last a long time and, and not look dated. So I think that's a good a good aspect to think of when you're doing someone's design. You had mentioned earlier, had you also done a shirt for Pink Out, you had said? I did two different, well, the first year in October and then um, this past school year in October, I did mm-hmm. enter those design competitions. I, okay. My my t-shirt was not the winning one, but right. I actually do love t-shirt design. <laughs> I have taken extra time 
to do an internship with a company that specializes in t-shirts and promotional items. Mm -hmm. And I recently purchased a heat press (laughs) and um, have been dabbling in that at home. So I love those projects, Um, whether, whether I was the winner or not, they help a lot. And it's just another thing that there's a need for in graphic design that people don't always think about. That's true. That's true. Lots of avenues. So at this point, next Thursday, you graduate. You walk across the stage and you'll get your associates here. What what do you see in the foreseeable future for you? Right now, once I graduate and um, summer break starts, I will work full-time hours for Rocket 7. I do plan to finish my bachelor's degree. The last time I checked... At the completion of of this associate's degree in graphic design, I will have almost 130 credit hours that I have accumulated. Mm -hmm. So while while I am in this frame of mind, I feel like it's important that I go ahead and finish that bachelor's degree. Sure. Um, The only thing that I'm trying to figure out at this point is what is the best bachelor's degree for me in how am I going to continue to work this into my schedule? Because what's happening is as time keeps going on, I keep getting offered more jobs in graphic design um, that are both at rocket seven and on my own as an independent contractor. So I don't want to find myself back in that position that I was in when I was doing hair, working as a graphic designer and going to school. I've, I want to slow down just a little bit. Sure. So Right now, my thoughts are to do some classes online and just keep school going, keep moving in that direction. But I don't know if I will be able to do it full time, but I do want to get a bachelor's degree. So at this point, I guess one of the biggest questions I have for you now is you started off with wanting to go into art education. Now you're you're really heavily steeped in the graphic design aspect. Are you still considering getting yourself a bachelor's to maybe become an art teacher or are you more in the um, the working graphic designer realm which have you have you thought about that which way you want to go i have and i think you mentioned before if you have a bachelor's degree sure you can substitute and start in with Mm -hmm. some of these teaching programs especially with a specialization which this associate's degree obviously gives me a specialization in graphic design Mm -hmm. so that is something that's in the back of my mind i still have that i guess urge or you know i i don't know what the right word for it is but i do like to work with students Mm -hmm. and i do like to help people and um, obviously art and that is something that if that opportunity did arise i would definitely do whatever i had to do to get that Um, i think when you get a bachelor's degree if you are lucky enough to be considered for a job like at a high school setting or a like a vocational or technical school you have to once you take that job you have to move forward to go ahead and get that teaching certification and and do the right thing so you are I guess have all the credentials you need for that job. Sure. So I, if that opportunity arose, I would definitely do get that teaching certification and, and probably take that chance because I think it's just, I don't know. I think, I think for number one, it's a good job. 
And number two, I've just learned in all these years that I, it's always good to better yourself. You know, I've never left a job on bad terms. I've, I've had several different jobs, but I've always felt like when I was leaving a job, it was because I was bettering myself. So Mm -hmm. I think they're all unique opportunities and why not take them? And I have have one final question for you today. Do you have, this gets kind of big, do you have any advice for someone thinking about returning to school or trying to pursue their, their education, but also on the flip side, focusing on the graphic designer? Do you have any advice for somebody who's thinking about coming to school for graphic design or who's trying to break in to be a freelance graphic designer? I guess I'll start with the end of your question first with sure. the graphic design. I think graphic design is something that is growing. And even though it graphic, the words graphic design might sound like something bigger than this area, that's not true. There's a definite need for it here. And I think that Huntington, West Virginia, Ashland, Kentucky, Charleston, you know, where I'm from in Gallipolis, Ohio, these areas, they need graphic designers. They need people that are have the skills to bring their businesses to life and, and to help them be a little more modern and up to date and be on that cutting edge, which our area, we're always a little bit behind. I mean, we're kind of a rural area. We get forgotten a little bit here, but mm-hmm. that's why it's more exciting to me because I do think when I first came to school, And even as I said before, when I took that job at Rocket 7, I didn't want to let it go because I thought, will I have opportunities? Will there be other opportunities? And what I've learned in a year and a half is there's a ton of opportunities. So if somebody loves art and they think that, you know, graphic design might be a good fit for them, I think that they can definitely get the skills they need here. And I definitely think that there will be potential for them to be a freelance graphic designer or to work for an advertising agency or a, another, you know, hospitals um, are big. Cabell, St. Mary's, Holzer, Pleasant Valley. These hospitals all have marketing departments. All these banks around here have marketing departments. Those marketing departments need graphic designers. And, you know, graphic design is something that people have just started talking about. So, Yes, <laughs> I think I think now's a good time to get into that field, and this is a great place to get those skills because it is what graphic designers are doing today with the Adobe Creative Suite. We have the Mac Lab, which is awesome. So everything that they're learning here is what all these businesses want you to have. Back to the part about making a, the decision to come back to school. As nervous as I was on that first day of school, I'm so glad that I made the decision and I would encourage anybody to, you know, follow your heart. And if you have the opportunity to go back to school and you can do it financially and, and manage it time wise, I think you have nothing to lose. I think any type of extra education, a degree that you can get under your belt does nothing but boost you forward in life and are you always going to get a job with that degree maybe not but that degree is going to help you get a job most places that advertise now for new employees they want college experience and 
that's just the way it is. And that's across the board at most any job. So I definitely think it's important. And I was able to do it with a job (laughs) and two jobs at one point and a husband and, you know, still have a life. And I think it's good to consider a school like Mount West because you do get that one-on-one attention. You do have a lot of people that are supportive and will help you. I mean, those things make you more comfortable as a student. And I think you, when you're comfortable, you excel, it makes you more confident. And when you network with people and your network of connections grows, then you also have more opportunities to advance yourself. Well, Alicia, thank you very much for sitting down and talking with me today. I'm sure there are lots of people out there who are are in your shoes at one point when they were thinking about going to college or people who were trying to figure out how to break into the graphic design field, and I'm sure they'll find a lot of great information from this. So thank you very much. Thank you for having me. So that's going to do it today for this week's edition of Talk on Tech. I am Patrick Smith. Have a great week.